0: Sports listeners, I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. Please tune in every
1: single Tuesday. This
0: whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Welcome. Welcome. Another beautiful morning in Santa Barbara, Tuesday, 9 a.m. It's beautiful. I am so excited. We're on the deck here in my side yard. This is not Dominique, okay? This no. is Christine Marie. Dominique, though, did plug us all in. She's in San Diego. Uh, we've got some uh, big show today. We've got Lori Cortez with College Coaching, we've got Ed Langlow back. He's got a segment, of course. Don, our resident, I don't know what he's just a, he's a rhythmic guy. He just puts words together. He it's just amazing is a he's a reincarnated songwriter is what he is. Of course, we have our producer, Richard Dugan, and we've got some cutie patootie kids uh, that I met at the pool yesterday. And I'm really excited. Let's bring them in. First off, we've got Matthew Landis and his friend, Nicholas Gast. Hey, say your last name, Nicholas. Gaston. Gaston. Nice. I had Gastow. And so for some reason, I knew this was not correct. Gaston. All right. Well, you're lucky because you guys are only 11 years old. You're going to a Santa Barbara High basketball camp. We're going to get to that. But I have in the house your future, your future college coaches here, Lori Cortez. And because she met you at 11 years old, maybe we can like maybe she could give you a discount, okay? <laughs> of course, there's got to be something in it for you, okay? We're showing up today. Uh, all right, let's get to this basketball camp before we do anything because I know you guys want to jump back into the pool. So tell me about it. What's going on? Is this your, is this your first camp, Matthew, Nicholas, or no?
2: No, not really. Uh, we've done two other m- camps? Yeah, two other camps. I've done a... I believe it was, um, sorry, I'm, I'm blanking on it. Mm-hmm. It was. Well, well, he's thinking take you. of your yeah. uh, camp. It yeah. was a sports camp. It was beach volleyball.
0: Nice. Perfect. All right. So if you're rating all the camps, what is this basketball camp? You know, you can't get anybody in trouble here because we got to give shout outs to your coaches. So. Was that your would, was beach volleyball better than this one or is this basketball better than this one? If kids and parents are listening and you want to promote a camp, which is your favorite camp?
2: I think that I would rate the uh, basketball one than the beach volleyball one, because I feel like it's more. It's open with the amount of things that you do, because you circle circle around doing different activities and. Like you play king of the court, yeah. knockout, all different kinds of fun games. And nice. you do learn like yeah. foot positioning, all this kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. Nicholas, is that is you, you agree with that? This is your favorite camp so far this summer?
2: No, Matthew, do you agree with that? No, I'm sorry,
0: Matthew. Well, Matthew, yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah. And how are the camps you've been through this summer?
2: I've done two other basketball camps, and this is probably like the second best camp I've, basketball camp I've done. The other one was a little better because it was like we got to learn more stuff I didn't know.
0: Nice. So where was the other camp at? Because, you know, if I'm a mom, I want to know. I wanna just go to the best camp. Where was the other camp that you liked better?
2: It was somewhere in Lompo. I can't remember much about it because it was a while ago, and I've done a lot of other camps with me.
0: Beautiful. So, how lucky are you guys getting to go to all these camps? What's up with that? So, the whole summer's going to be filled with camps. What What are you up to? Hope not.
2: <laughs> just a bunch of camps, and since I'm doing camps, I can actually learn more of how to like play the game. Like with beach volleyball, I learned just how to. That was my first time ever figuring out how to even set a ball. Oh, nice. and basketball, I learned way better. On my positioning of my feet
0: beautiful so you want to give shout out to your coaches anybody (laughs) out there you want to say hi to a friend that you met you know you're on a radio show now we don't know who's going to be listening this could be uh sent to china okay so i'll just say hello everyone oh yeah (laughs) Uh, what about your parents parents? want to say hi and thank you mom to be so lucky to be able to
2: go to these camps Thank you, Kara. And thank you, Dan, for letting me go to these camps. And what are you- <laughs> <laughs> so
0: funny. Nice.
2: <laughs> what, you all right.
0: Fantastic. Uh, just a quick question. So if they had a chess camp or something intellectual, would you want to go to that or you just want to stick it to all sports? Mm-hmm. Like, is there, is there anything out there like a mental camp, mental math, anything like that? Would you be interested mm-hmm. in something like mm-hmm. that? I'm just asking maybe a I.T. camp for techies, something like that
2: answer first. Man. I would probably want to go to like a tech camp probably.
0: Yeah. I was, I was, always wondering about that because it'd be nice to maybe ch- a basketball, then a tech and then back to beach volleyball, you know, me- mix it up a little bit. Yeah, Awesome. All right. Well, see your parents are listening to the show. So if you end up going to a tech camp, you make sure you send me an email and thank me. All right. How's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so listen, you can stick around. I want to get you over to, um, Lori Cortez, she does a segment. So I want you to stick around and listen to what she has to say. But Lori, they're 11 years old, six Uh, graders. Uh, Is there anything they should concern themselves with outside of just having fun? Well,
3: first of all, it sounds like they're well on their way to being quite successful. Both of you guys are future public speakers, I can tell. And I love the fact that, you know, you're sounds like you're scholar athletes. So, you're, you're in athletic camps and then you have an interest in, you know, working on something intellectual also. Those are great things. So, what I'd say to you two in preparing for college, really, I know it's very early, but your grades matter now because when you get strong grades in junior high, that prepares you well to take rigorous classes in high school, which is what the universities value when they, when they review your application. So work hard, study hard try to get the best grades that you can and have fun, too, because it's a balance is very important. It sounds like you guys are having a great summer, and I'm happy to hear that.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Lori Cortez, we love you. Let's and just go around the room real quick. We've got a couple of minutes. We always like to do the week of gratitude. And then we're going to get with Lori Cortez after the, she's going to start off with the first segment. But Ed Langlow is back in the house. You want to give some love to somebody this week? Ed?
1: Sure. Thank you. Um, I may have mentioned Joe Moreno uh, before, but uh, this segment that I'm doing today is pretty much compliments of, of Joe Moreno. So uh, I'd like to give a, a big thank you to Joe for uh, delivering Santa Barbara High School yearbooks to me.
0: Beautiful. Thank you, Joe. We love you. We love Joe. Joe, thank my you. oldest son's name is Joe. I love it. Such a good name. All right. Don Sanders, what do you say?
4: A gratitude for my carpenter friend who's supported the Santa Barbara community with beautiful work for years. He's about to move back to Washington where he came from. And in the process, at the end of this week, he's making me a beekeeper. He's going to give me one of his hives of bees. So nice! shout out to Jeff Robinson and uh, good luck on your next venture.
3: Beautiful. Lori Cortez, who do you want to give a shout to? A shout out to all of the teachers and people in education for uh, fabulous work this past year. You know, just unprecedented. Hopefully they're having a good bit of a break before they start preparing for the next academic year next month. So
5: Nice. All right. Steve Marie. I want to give a shout out to the Creekside Restaurant and Bar. Um, because they did an incredible, we had a little celebration for my um, boss who was leaving yes. and, um, they did incredible food. The service was fantastic. It was so easy to work with. It was just a wonderful experience. And it was, it was last Wednesday evening. And I just want to give a shout out to the I did not if anybody wants to do any kind of event, it's very family, family friendly. And it was just wonderful. I love that. Good, good shouts. You're
0: doing it next time you talk to them or whatever like that. If they want a commercial, let's give them a commercial. OK, you know, we got we got to support our restaurants and our local ones. And they do a ton of support right, with all the neighboring schools. I know that for a fact because I see them nice. you now around okay. there. So Great. they're they're good people that run the place. And it is family. Yeah. You know, they got a lot of games there. And it's definitely a really nice family friendly restaurant. All right, my little guys, here you go. You guys can uh, decide who goes first, but Matthew and Nicholas, who do you want to give some love to?
2: I want to give some love to my parents for letting me do all these basketball camps.
0: Aww.
2: And my grandma Vicky for letting me stay at her house. Aww. I want to give love to my parents uh, and gratitude because like, my mom and my dad have been working like a lot. I didn't even see them. I'm so happy that they even let me to go to this camp.
0: Oh, look at that. These are very well raised boys. And Vicki Bartlett, you're my gratitude this week. OK, because <laughs> of you, I get to go swim every day. I met your grandson and his friend. So I brought kids into the show. It's been kind of sparse with children, you know, with this whole COVID things. But now I think they're going to be breathing in new life. And I want to tell you both, you guys got what it takes. And you're a little on the young side. But if you ever want to bring your friends and talk about sports or whatever, we'll talk about it down the road. This is really good. We've got a college coach here. This is really good. College resume stuff. To stay to say starting in the 6th grade and we'll work you up to a co-host, okay, as the future co- college scholar athletes of this state and i'm really impressed with both of you so I'm, I'm opening this invitation to you and i'll let you take it from there and uh you know lots of luck and love you want to stick around great but well, let's do this let's get with lori cortez right after these messages Give it up. Back. And this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Eric Asalta, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in
5: every single Tuesday,
0: 9 a.m. Fantastic. We had just great time with these kids. I love you. If you just joined us we in the house, we've had Nicholas and his, uh, Matthew and Nicholas, and they're both uh, visiting us. Uh, you guys don't live in Santa Barbara. You live in Lompoc, right?
2: I live in Santa Barbara.
0: I live. Oh, in one America. lives in Santa Barbara. One lives in where? Lompoc. Lompoc. Okay, good. I just want to make sure. Got to get the get the whole location correct. You know, Google Maps, as they say. All right. What <laughs> we're gonna do is we're gonna. I'm glad you guys decided to stick around. You're gonna like this next piece. We've got Lori Cortez in the house. College coaching very close friend, was my son's teacher. And I've said this so many times, but she's like the first teacher that ever went up on the refrigerator. That shows you how loved she was by my youngest, John John. Okay.
3: That's a special honor. That's it.
0: First teacher on the refrigerator. All right. Lori Cortez, what do we got for you? What's going on?
3: Hi, everyone. Hi, Erica. So it's summer. Yay. And people are what I'm hearing from many of my students is that they are disconnecting from from all types of uh, videos, any any type of internet, anything like that. They're not online, which is a good thing except for my rising seniors because my rising seniors should be working on those college application essays. So, lots of my students are telling me, well, you know, I'm going camping for a month or I'm going to Hawaii. I'm not going to have any internet. Great. Take the essay prompts with you write the essays while you're on the beach or still be productive. Because the most important thing, I'll start with rising seniors and go down. Uh, Rising seniors, your application season is now. So applications open, most applications open August 1st. The essay prompts are out there already. All of my rising seniors are in the midst of brainstorming for the essays and writing their application essays. I can guarantee you, the more that you get this done over the summer, the less stress you're going to feel senior year when school starts and you have all of your studies and all of your homework and hopefully all of your activities again. And you're going to want to enjoy that senior year and having a lot of the essays done will greatly reduce your stress level. So that's my advice for my seniors, rising seniors, rising juniors. Fortunately, Things are opening back up now. And so, you know, employment-wise or volunteer work-wise, there's there's more out there for you, you know, to do to kind of build your resume than there has been in the past year and a half. So I invite you to take advantage of that. Look for uh, volunteer work in areas of your interest or even maybe a possible short-term internship in an area that you might be interested in studying and my rising sophomores and and entering freshmen the most important thing that you can be doing this summer is uh, building your resume and for all grade levels obviously academic are of utmost importance so if there are any courses online college courses or types of classes that you're interested in or that may enhance your transcript go for that. Um, the universities value pro- summer productivity and in the essays they, um, they like it when students weave in what they've done over the summer is to stay productive. Of course, it's important to have fun, but it's also very important to just stay productive and contribute to your community and, uh, you know, keep, keep your learning going. Nice. Lori, we
0: are so appreciative of your time that you spend on this show for over a decade now. You, okay. you add such knowledge and it's scary. I, I, I'm one of those parents that helicopter moms coach You know, my kids in most of their uh, sports up until high school. And boy, when it came to the college scene, I, I just it was very difficult. And all I ever had to do using your services is pass over a credit card. It was so delicious. And I love the binder you give everybody. And then you meet with them monthly. And I i mean, hands-free, as they say. And, um, you know, you always stress to my kids the importance. And I think a lot of the times where they just didn't feel like doing it is because of your input. They ended up getting it done. So I really, I, and I just can't. I mean, my kids are going to be 30 and 27 this year. But you know something? I'll always remember you. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I had a stress free four years of high school, and I just focused on the sports and I teamed up with you for the scholarship part and the academics part. And I've said this before, especially with Jojo, you actually didn't cost me anything with Jojo because you got him some Loki Aniana whatever, scholarship, some writing scholarship. I didn't even know the boy could write. So thank you, because that money, extra money that we got that I would never have known about Uh, going to Hawaii, uh, HPU, Hawaii Pacific University, private school, um, came to me, which actually just, you know, so I can't tell you. I just, I so appreciate you. You know, you know where the money's at. You know what to apply to. You don't, you help kids. Don't overreach. You know, obviously my son wasn't going to apply to Purdue and maybe, you know, his whole life, he wanted to go to Purdue. You're really good at being that person you know, explain that you have your reach
3: schools, you have how, how does that work? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Erica. But first of all, thank you. I thank you. And as you know, thank you for letting me p- be part of the radio show. And, and, you know, I, I value our friendship, and I just love your kids, So They're, they're great. Um, but let me explain a philosophy that I have as far as applying to colleges. I always want my students to have different categories of schools on their list. So right. I always Uh, You know, absolutely two to three stretch schools, those are schools where your GPA um, might be a bit lower than the average entering freshman where the selection rates are really low, like, of course, the Ivy Leagues, selective schools like Georgetown, schools like that. Um, And then I I advise, you know, three to five probable schools, and those are schools where the grades and if schools take the test scores are pretty much the same as the average entering freshman. And then two to three safety schools, too. And those are schools where, you know, students' GPA is above that of the average freshman. Lots of times with the safety and the probable schools. Scholarship money will be offered, like you mentioned. You know, you mentioned with Joe; he's a he's a strong writer, and they recognize that, and they offered him money because they valued that. You know, and so they they were trying to entice him to attend. So that's that's why it's always important to you know to put your strengths out there and and have a variety of categories of schools that you're interested in.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Now you have a you have a presence on the internet. You know, you have you have a website. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I haven't been on it like a year, but you have a lot. I remember you had a lot of information that was for free for people. And how do we go about looking
3: at that? So that, my website is simple. It's just collegecoachingservices.com. And on there, I have, uh, yes, some good information for people if they're getting started with the application process. And if you want to contact me, there's a contact form on there as well. My email is collegecoaching1 at gmail.com. And it's also on my website. And I have a Facebook page too. And lots of times I put interesting, you know, informational updated articles on there. So
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much. You know, my our student that we've had for 6 years, Nico, he's heading down your way. Okay. Where's, where is he going to be going? He's going to UC Irvine.
3: Oh, he is. He's going.
0: Yes. To be, he got accepted. Wonderful. Well, they yeah. should
3: and they are planning on in-person learning in September, so yeah. that's great. That's great. Yeah, I'm going to Now, so my question just really quick, you know, because I had said, you know, cuz he's kind
0: of like my boy, you know what I'm saying? So I said, if you don't like it down there, I'm just saying, not that you're not going to like it, whatever. It's a little different than Santa Barbara, you know, when in, in our situation... I'm the helicopter mom. So if you just are really yearning and you miss us because, you know, a boy just doesn't grow up until he's like 30. That's how I feel. That's why I told both of my boys, I'm not going to a wedding until you're 30 something. And I told them, don't invite me. I'm not going. (laughs) Um, You know, Lori, I would have said that. Okay. So (laughs) I said to him, so my question to you is this, Lori. So if he does go down there, I'm just saying, I'm sure because I'm going to give him all of your contact information, your car. He's going to know everything about you because, you know, Like he had this little eye thing today. Well, you know, he's got three people and I was going to have a friend come over who's a doctor. Look at the eye. This is the kind of treatment he gets, Lori. Okay. Wow, pretty nice. I know, I I do. I love him. So um, if it doesn't work out, can he relocate back to Santa Barbara and still go to the UC Irvine on the internet? I'm just asking. I don't know if that's possible.
3: Uh, It's a a little bit more... um complicated to transfer from one UC to another. UCs are are very encouraging and welcoming of students who attend city colleges.
0: Right, but what my question was, he'll stay, in other words, he's going to take all the classes, but he'll just do them
3: online. Oh, so he would still take them from UC Irvine. Yeah. That just depends on if the classes are going to be offered online or not. And that, that actually, I think the professors are still working on that. Like, you know, which classes are going to be offered in person and which ones are going to be online. But I think most of them are going to be, as I, as I understand it, most of them are going to be offered in person. I don't know if they'll have an online component to that or not. I'll find out and let you know, though.
0: Oh, that would be awesome. Because, you know, I just threw it out there. He seemed excited about that.
3: Yeah, well, I'll,
0: find, I'll find out and let you know for sure. Yeah, Beautiful. Of course, we want to do, like assimilate in the school that you're going to. But, you know, my whole thing is just to be happy. Right. You know, and, you know, when you're with somebody for six years, that's a long time. And, of course, you know, you have to let him go one day. But I figured I'd let him go after he got his master's. <laughs> I'll, I'll be or, good with it. or maybe his PhD. Exactly. Then I'll be good with it. You know, in this house, the way it's set, it's only one level. And I told him, you know, if you want to build your family, we could just go up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know when you just have that spiritual thing? I like so, that. Anyway, got off course a little bit, but we're going to get back on course with Ed Langlo right after these messages. Well, Our teen sports radio show. I am your host, Erica Salt, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, Tuesday at 9 a.m.
1: Right, we're back. I'm Ed langlow with Teen Sports Radio, and if only I'd known, if only I'd known, is normally a mentor's moment with the teens with us on Zoom, as well as those with us here uh, in the studio and listening on the radio. But today is going to be more of a history lesson. Um, a few weeks back, I was standing in the parking lot in front of Cody's restaurant when a car pulled up and the driver said, aren't you Ed Langlo? And I said, yeah. And he said, I'm Joey Moreno. It was an old friend of mine from school. And I said, yeah, I I hear you're, or he said, I hear you're on the radio. And I I said, yeah, I, I didn't just return this 58 Santa Barbara High yearbook to my brother here. I did a segment on teen sports on the football team from it. He said that he had some 50s yearbooks and I could have them if, if I could use them. So, uh, a couple days ago, I get a phone call and it's Joe. He said he was in town and he brought those yearbooks. So, I met with him and he gave me the books in a plastic shopping bag. And when I got home, I started pulling out the books. So, it was a 1952 and a 1953 and a 54 and I looked through them for familiar names and But there was a fourth book, and I pulled that last book out of the bag, and I couldn't quite figure the year on the front cover, so I opened the cover up and almost fell apart right there in my hands. A binding had come unglued from the cover. And so I carefully turned the first page, then a sheet of vellum paper, and on the second page was the date, 1924. Holy (laughs) moly. I didn't expect that. So I knew that was the first year that the school was at the current campus there on 700 East Pamu. And here's what I found in that olive and gold from 1924. First of all, let's put this in perspective. This is 2021, right? So in three years, that yearbook will be 100 years old. I feel fortunate in most of my history endeavors that that I've been in contact with people that were there for my book, Motorcycling in Santa Barbara County. I had folks in their 80s and 90s that could give me personal accounts of what took place in the 1930s and 40s. For my segment on uh, Santa Barbara High during the war years, I had Doug Spence and Twyla Johnson Christensen. At 95, Twyla was my guest on Teen Sports to recount her memories of the evening Elwood was shelled by a Japanese submarine and the anxieties that followed. But if you graduated with the class of 1924 at 18 years old, you would now be 115. So unfortunately, there won't be any empirical input for this segment. From what I could gather from the book, though, they they didn't move to the new campus until later in the year like the first play that was held in the auditorium was June 6th, 1924. Uh, I thought the name from that senior play by Percy McKay was now appropriate. It was called A Thousand Years Ago. And about the senior informal held October 5th, 1923, it was noted this was the last dance in Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark was evidently what they called the gym when a dance was held there. Another part of history was gone. And the underclass pictures were all group shots on the front steps of the old De La campus. But with Homer Martin as principal and Chester R. Milham as football coach, they moved to the new campus. In the sports section, it was repeatedly stated that the Don's football team started out with only one returning player. Now, I don't know how you would do that, You could easily speculate, but I don't want to say anything because I don't know. But something odd took place that football season. In a previous segment, I talked about the first Don's football team in 1908. They actually played rugby. They played five games that year, losing four and tying one. The 1923 team in the 24-year book did a little better. Playing eight games, winning four and losing four. There was some uh, commentary about the sixth game. It was a home game against Van Eyes. The team captain and quarterback, Dutch Steinert, ran in the first touchdown of the game and then scored a, again with a shoestring pass to John Swanson. The Dons won that game, twenty to nothing. basketball team took on Santa Barbara College. They lost 64 to 13.
0: <laughs> now, on the basketball, I think those, I was half court.
1: Oh, I, yeah. Full court. No way. I have no way. No, I suppose you could do some research. And,
0: yeah, no, I was half oh, court yeah. because I remember my basketball coach, she was that generation, and she was in high school that they went full court.
1: Oh. Good okay, stuff. So, so then at the back of this yearbook, there were 28 pages of ads. Gondolfos Soda Works was at uh, Ortega and Santa Barbara Streets on the corner. Their phone number was one two. <laughs> McCaffrey Sporting Goods, yeah, was their phone number 12. Oh, wow. two. McCaffrey Sporting Goods, and it and it seems like I remember McCaffrey's being at uh, there at six thirty four State Street into the nineteen fifties. Their phone number was two five six. Wow. Then there was an ad for the Morning Press. In 1932, Thomas Stork purchased the Morning Press and merged it with his Santa Barbara News, and it became our own Santa Barbara News Press. Whoa! I'm Ed Langlow and I'll see you next time on If Only I'd Known.
0: Good chatter on that, Ed. Wow. Great job. I love it. I love it. You know, this whole thing of what you you started organically on this show with the whole yearbook thing is just genius. We just got to get yeah. through to all the other schools. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would love to donate. Um, or I'm sure you could probably just find them online. You know, I don't, yeah. I'm not sure yeah, no. how it is. I get that stuff on classmates.com all the time. Um, uh, it, uh, like an, you know, allowing that. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I have been in contact with uh, Coach Stoney from San Marcos High. He was the original football coach there. And he was there when I was, I went to San Marcos in the 60s and he was a head football coach then. So I'm hoping he can come through with some material. Yeah. I've talked to him twice. He or just start he has, off
0: with the athletic directors of the schools yeah. and just ask them. And, and they
1: yeah.
0: Out. Because a lot of times, what happens, you get kids, and their grandfather went to San- Santa Barbara High. Yeah, you know, it's like three, four generations of families that are still here. So, you thank know, you like so much,
1: Matthew and Nicholas. Fantastic. Matthew and right, Nicholas, another- they're going to Santa Barbara High, taking basketball camp. So,
0: there, Make- that's right. Yeah. See, it just never ends. It's all good stuff. All right, let's take another little break. Right after these messages, we have Christine Marie with a view from the deck. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Eric Asalta, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday
4: 9 a.m. Hi, I'm Don Sanders, Don's Massage in Ojai, 805 236 2684. And I was going to talk about a recent news story where the Supreme Court has ruled that the NC2A is breaking antitrust laws. And for those who aren't familiar with that those exist so that small businesses and entities can compete and that giant monopolies don't control a whole market of whatever situation in this case sports and in the case of sports for many years there's been a strict line uh well it, even if it's imaginary between um, between amateur and professional sports so for those of you uh who have friends uh i myself Went to college the first year of on my first year I played on a scholarship, and those include room board and tuition. And what's what's happening is if anything if anything happened where somebody was those athletes are not supposed to have jobs they're not supposed to receive extra money and they definitely if they're a multi sport athlete they're not supposed to go towards anything that might be for pay or else they would be. In the they've been disqualified from being able to compete in amateur sports and so what's happening now is and this is after years of people pushing for this uh, states and Congress on the federal level are making it are making it so that they're enacting legislation that will allow amateur athletes to be able to, not so much go national with kind of promotions and, and opportunities, but local, which will be good for local businesses and local communities. They'll be able to actually make money while they attend college and participate in sports. They will, there are even companies of ex-athletes who did not go professional now. There's a, there's a company that's been developed where they will match you with people that need your, your assistance, and they'll find a good pairing for you. And so this will be a whole new thing for parents and future college athletes to be thinking about because you will be busy probably with appearances and photo shoots and commercials and so forth while you also attend college courses. And you, if you're on the Division One level in sports, you're going to be more than a full-time commitment. You're going to be probably spending 50 hours a week on your sports or more. And so it's a whole new ball game, so to speak, out there now. And this is just beginning. There probably will be appeals or challenges from the NC two A. Uh, there will, there's been for years um, schools, big, big, powerful schools that uh, it's documented that they've they've come around, they've gotten around the rules, and they help certain students with things. Um, actually, the what they call a four or five star recruit, a top recruit, say in football, they they will probably hire agents. And then they will get the big commercials. They will get the big shoe deals, things like that. That will continue to happen. But for, for regular, for you know, for second-tier athletes or whatever, it's going to open a whole new dimension because ninety-nine percent of these athletes they peak in college and they don't get an opportunity to play in the pros. And many that do go pro, uh, a quote-unquote professional career lasts two point five years, and and that happens to a lot. It's 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 like a gazillion people play youth football, like in high school or even before, then far fewer ever play college and even farther fewer than that ever, ever go pro. So this is, this, is a, this is a brand new world. Uh, we'll all be seeing how this is going to play out. But I think for families, um, it's, it's great that there's people like Lori Cortez that can help people get prepared for what's to come because for a young kid that just loves to play a sport, and they have dreams in their head. Then uh, you have to be. You have to have some preparation. You have to have a team. You have to have people that get you ready for what's to come. Because when you say yes, when you sign that national letter of intent to go play a sport in college, it's like taking off on a bullet train. And and I can imagine it's going to be only more so in the future. So uh, I wanted to report on that and and just ask if any of the other uh, the other co-hosts and Erica, if you had any. Any thoughts on this? On on this. I,
0: I applaud it. I think it's fabulous. I think it it had it it grew organically, but it, it had to happen because kids have followings now. They do this monster dunk and they get ten thousand likes. Well, that equals money. So the way the structure is set up right now, you get a couple of quarters, nickels, dimes. That all adds up. And then, of course, you know, if you want free gear. Uh, You can get all that by just saying that I like this free gear because you have, you know, half a million followers. So everything is, um, it's just like any corporation that does a recommendation. They get a couple of pennies from whoever they're recommending. It would be like, it would be nice if if you went out to a beautiful restaurant and you just told all your friends, you're not getting anything for it. Okay, so everything has to equate, you know, as far as commercializing anything, there's a couple of, you know, it, I like it even going to uh, when they show customer appreciation. It's really nice when I go to uh, Educated and I get, you know, some, a whole punch. And then after 10 of them, because I'm showing loyalty to them, then they give me a free one. But it does it. it, it I tell everybody I go to Educated. I mean, it's a great place to get your car washed. So it's, it's really important, I think, um, the way that the sports is growing in so many different directions that, yes, kids shouldn't have to pay for shoes, clothes. It's crazy right now the amount of money that parents have to lay out in high school. All that should be free. You shouldn't have to pay to sign you, your child up to play a sport. All that, 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 the economics on that needs to be all that because you're not... Giving children the equal opportunity because a lot of kids can't pay a a cheerleader. I think it's upwards of $500 just to be a cheerleader with all the stuff that you have to pay for. It's ridiculous. So I I applaud it. I think it's wonderful. And I I hope that it trickles down to the level where all kids can play sports because that's what it's about. I don't like the fact that you have to bring your checkbook to the first day of practice. I think that's wrong.
4: That's a great point. And there's a lot of people, there, there's a lot of people now, it used to be if you had a chance to go from the pros, uh, college, I'm sorry, to pros, you would hire a trainer to get you ready. And now they're doing that, you know, families are hiring trainers for their kids to get in, in, uh, in you know, top condition to go for a college scholarship. And also, they're evaluating kids in high school, uh, they're having, you know, like, like performance days, where coaches from college programs put them through their paces, just like they do now when the guys go from um, from college to pro. I'm not considering all all aspects, you know, all the different sports. College fo- college sports produce about eight billion dollars in revenue a year, and the majority of that is men's football and um, men's basketball, and so. So, I mean, you know, there's a tremendous amount of money. This new ruling would not include letting the athletes share in the revenue streams. It would be to be able to help their communities and help themselves at the same time. Like you said, they'll get so many hits on their social media influencer thing that maybe YouTube will start paying them a little bit of money, things right. like that. And so, so they will learn how they could do it. Their families may have supported their passion for sports, but said, hey, You know, we can barely afford to help you do this. And so a lot of guys, when they're going to play football, they're thinking, you know, if I make it, then I'll buy my mom a house. So this could enable that to happen.
0: Yeah, I love it. Good stuff. I like it. I love the direction we're going into. This is, again, the new normal. And you just have to, like you said, create that team, uh, have a position, create that team and uh, have a goal. And, and, and all the steps that you need to make that goal. And don't be, a, be afraid to cut ties with people if you're not getting what you want. I mean, it's all about the wills of the desire of the child as well and developing that mindset, that frame because a, a college athlete, I, I played three sports in college. It's daunting, it's, but it's a drive. You, ha- you either have it or you don't have it. It's not something to, when you get to that level that someone's gonna force you to do something. Because you know, you start off at six o'clock in the morning and then you go to bed at eleven, then you repeat. That's life. That's what it is. But thank you so much. Looking forward to next week's section, Don. Right after these messages, we have Christine Marie with the view from the deck. Stay tuned.
5: (laughs) And this is Santa
2: Barbara
0: of our teen sports radio show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every, every single Tuesday, Tuesday at
5: 9 a.m. Welcome back to teen sports radio. This is Christine Marie with a view from the deck. And the view from the deck right now is the chariot. The chariot is about moving forward um, with our unconscious and our conscious um, harnessed to our chariot. Um, and in a way, it's almost just what happened on the show right now. We thought with our conscious mind that I was going to be opening in the last section, but it turned out that I wasn't. And now I'm in this section and that's just how it worked out. And I'm, what's making me think about is like, um, Don, and Don, when you were speaking about, there's like a gazillion people who start out in sports in high school, right? Or, you know, in junior high or whatever. And then there's less and they go into college and less that make it to, they go into professional sports. And so what is that? There's a, a conscious mind that decides, yes, I'm going to move forward with something. What are we learning in those things? So the conscious mind will put us in sports in high school and maybe even in college, but perhaps something else will happen that would become a coach or we come, become a part of a really fantastic team of Um, in in a group of where we're working or something else happens. So this is about really understanding that our conscious mind is looking at something sometimes and very clear that we want it, but that our unconscious, which supposedly I've heard our unconscious makes 97% of our decisions. So if we think we want something and we're like, I'm going to get it. And yes, we can get that. But when something changes, um, it's about taking a look at that unconscious and saying, well, what's happening instead of what's wrong with me, it's like, well, why does it appear that I am Sabotaging myself. Well, maybe you're not. Maybe there's something else that's happening that 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 you're. I would say that your spirit or your soul or a different part of you wants to do. But that that training was very important for. All right. So um, this last um, this last Friday Saturday, July 9th, tenth, we had a new moon in Cancer, and supposedly this new moon in Cancer is really bringing up this unconscious for many many people for, for you know for the world. Right. <laughs> um, I, I think it's really beautiful how people. You know, when, when people say, well, the stars, the planets don't affect us. Um, I think, well, the moon affects us all the time going from full to dark. And it affects the waves. It affects the water. It affects all these things on our planet. So and so does the sun. So why wouldn't other planets have an effect on us? So and that's sort of the, sort of the unconscious effect. So what is happening? So we've had things coming up for you about you know, that you didn't realize about. And all of a sudden there's these aha moments of, oh, maybe that's why that happened. I think that that's what the chariot is talking about. And the beauty of the chariot card too, at least of this card that I have is that um, he's driving. Oh, is is that the sun appears to be almost about to rise in the background, which is like a new day is dawning. So let's, let's get, let's harness our shadow and our light and move towards the new day, everybody.
0: I want to let Dr. D close out the show today because I forgot him on the gratitude. And I got to say my big, big, big gratitude. He just had a birthday. And Dr. Dean, how much we care about you. We love you. Everything that you've done for the show with all of the gift, the, your generosity with all the, the commercials and your time and everything. And I hope you enjoy your birthday surprise breakfast tomorrow that I wasn't supposed to tell you about, but I have to make sure you're going to be here and not cancel. So be sure to come tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be there. I will be there. <laughs> Close us out. Uh, well, uh, let's just keep moving forward uh, as far as Christine's card there, the chariot and uh, keep the wheels on the ground and, and keep moving forward and uh, trying to accomplish the things that uh, we're here to accomplish. That's it. I'm going to say wheels up this week. Okay, big <laughs> smiles. Let's let's make it a big week. All right, we're open. We're smiling. We're having a good time, and all the camps are open. So parents, don't worry about anything. And we'll check in with all of you guys again next week. God bless you. See you next week.
5: I'm the best overall.